Welcome our Joe Bud Mission Street. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from Thursday, the 13th of May. Ait Mubarak, everybody. This is a quick summary of the stuff you need to know about what's happening in Lelo, Lelo, Sakar, Lelo. On Monday, the 10th of May, the head of the United National Movement, Nika Melia, left prison after the Tbilisi City Court accepted his release. The European Union posted Melia's bail of 40,000 lati following the EU-mandated agreement between Georgian political parties in April. Police detained the Natsebi leader on the 23rd of February. The recently released Melia filed a complaint at the European Court of Human Rights. The lawsuit alleges that Nika was illegally detained and prosecuted for political purposes. On Wednesday, Georgian Justice Ministry issued a statement following the complaint. According to the ministry, the Georgian government has obtained arguments and plans to submit them to the ECHR. The case will be reviewed under a standard procedure, which will take at least two years. Georgian Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili has appointed Vazil Kudak as his special advisor on foreign investments. Kudak is a former vice president of the European Investment Bank and a former minister of economy of Slovakia. Under the new position, he will cooperate with international financial institutions, investment funds, and banks. Great news for farmers. In order to increase the availability and affordability of agricultural land, farmers who rent land from the state will now be able to buy the land they occupy at a 25% discounted rate. According to the Minister of Economy, Nadia Turnava, there are approximately 2,000 farmers in Georgia who rent from the state. 439 farmers have already registered to purchase their land. Starting at the end of this month, independent organizations will be involved in the process of testing Georgian export wines. The decision was made at the request of local wine companies. Currently, the National Wine Agency has already completed negotiations with the Swiss and French companies that will be involved in the wine audit. The Georgian startup has fulfilled every startup's dream. Spincar, the global leader in digital automotive merchandising software and data, has acquired Georgian Pulsar AI startup, the creator of an advanced AI platform. Georgia joined the celebrations of Europe Day on Sunday, the 9th of May. Dozens of landmarks across Georgian regions were illuminated with EU colors, and information on the EU's support for Georgia was released. Heads of state from nations involved with the Bucharest 9 initiative pledged their support for Georgia in a joint declaration ahead of the NATO summit. They expressed their readiness to intensify dialogue and cooperate with Central European, Baltic, and Black Sea region countries. Among the presidents of B9 member countries, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg also attended the meeting. Quote, we also reaffirm our firm support for the independent sovereignty and territorial integrity of Georgia, end quote, reads the B9 Joint Declaration. On Wednesday, the 12th of May, the World Bank approved 85 million euros to support Georgia's post-COVID recovery. The project Relief and Recovery for Micro, Small, and Medium Enterprises aims to help businesses and create jobs by promoting the digitization of Georgia's economy and by expanding MSMEs. The project will support at least 6,000 MSMEs across the country. This project is the third leading operation to Georgia directed at mitigating the social and economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. On Monday, the 10th of May, presidents of North Macedonia, otherwise known as Macedonia, and Georgia Sveto Pendorovsky and Salome Surabashvili signed a visa-free agreement between the two countries. The agreement on visa exemption is aimed at introducing favorable conditions 
for mutual access for citizens of the two countries. Awesome. On Thursday, the 13th of May, the government lifted all restrictions imposed during the period of the May 3rd to 12th day offs. The intercity municipal transport has resumed work and schools and kindergartens have also opened. A 34-year-old woman who contracted coronavirus during the 30th week of pregnancy died on Saturday in Bocadia Medical Center in Tbilisi. Her newborn child died a few days before her. The woman addressed the clinic in mid-April with COVID-positive status and was soon placed in intensive care. Due to lung damage, she was transferred to artificial ventilation and has been on dialysis since the 27th of April. Red Cross will hand over 100,000 Sinopharm vaccines in Georgia, according to the head of the National Center for Disease Control and Public Health, Amidan Gamkhelidze. Georgia will also receive an additional half million doses of Sinopharm in June. Georgia kicked off immunization with Sinopharm vaccines on the 4th of May. On Wednesday, registration for AstraZeneca vaccine started for citizens aged 45 and above. Likewise, the registration for the second dose of Sinopharm vaccines has begun. Georgia is expected to receive new doses on the beginning of June. You want to know more about COVID-19 immunizations? The government of Georgia has created a website aimed at raising awareness The website serves to inform interested parties about the reasons to get COVID-19 safety statistics. More information, take a look at the show description. Anti-Namachvani protests called on all regions of Georgia to participate in a large-scale protest planned on the 23rd of May in Tbilisi. On Sunday, the 8th of May, they met with Sageri locals, according to Farlam Gotelliani, the organizer of the anti Namakhbani protest meetings will be held in all regions of the country. This week, Enka, a Turkey-based company which implements the Namakhbani HPP project, kicked off an information campaign to inform the citizens of project details. According to the briefing, Enka Representative Merab Lominadze emphasized that the project can provide 11.5% of electricity consumed annually in Georgia and that it could be a key for the Georgian energy sector. How much of that is going to go to Bitcoin mining? (laughs) Wonder. At the beginning of the month, the Georgian Minister of Economy pledged that construction of the dam would be suspended for the next 12 months until major studies are verified. On Wednesday, a fire broke out at a tire and plastics warehouse building on the Bogdan Khelmenitsky Street in Samgori District in Tbilisi. 13 firefighting brigades were involved in extinguishing the fire, but since still around 1,500 square meters were burned, according to Georgia's Emergency Management Service, nobody was injured in the fire. Another interesting article published by Carnegie Europe, Defusing Georgia's Political Crisis and EU Foreign Policy Success? Question mark. Written by Elena Pachulidze and Richard Youngs. The article is part of the European Democracy Hub initiative run by the Carnegie Europe and European Partnership for Democracy. It highlights the underlying problems in Georgia's democracy, such as informal governance, malfunctioning institutions, political persecution, and internal power struggles. According to the article, the EU's intervention has been shaped around the process of mediation between the ruling and opposition parties. No question there. Authors emphasize that in order for Georgia to move beyond the current political crisis, the EU's Mediation will need to be uh, a launchpad for a much broader reform-oriented agenda, which will ensure that democratization does not depend on trade-offs between the country's two dominant parties. Want to read more? Link in the description. 
Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in Tbilisi was held last week. It began on the 6th and concluded on the 9th of May during the events. Fifteen selected designers showcased their latest collections to global audiences through a digital platform due to the pandemic. And finally, film director Kedi Machavadiani has earned an honorable mention at the Hot Docs, the largest documentary film festival in North America for her documentary, Sunny. The film premiered last year at the Canadian Festival, and there as well, earned an honorable mention for the best mid-length documentary category. That's it for this week. If you like the show, share it, subscribe for more. We'd appreciate reviews. Tell us your thoughts and ideas and how you found out about us at podcast at rorschach.com. Achvamdis. Achvamdis.